Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete, Rob, and Lisa. Billy Corgan will be holding a virtual concert to benefit the Highland Park shooting victims called Together and Together Again on Wednesday, July 27th. We love that when we have someone on the show, they Zoom instead of call. It's great to see your face. It's Billy Corgan. How are you, buddy? I'm fine. You know, it's been a it's been a difficult couple weeks, but um, we're very focused on doing the show and helping the people here in this community who are so affected and traumatized and that at least feels good. At least it's it's good to try to find something you can lean into. I love that you're doing this. Once you explain to people about your business, you have a tea shop in downtown Highland Park. Yes, we're actually one block away from where this happened. And so we were closed for about a week by the FBI. So we kind of went through it with everybody by extension. Thankfully, no one in our in our family and in our Suzu's family was was a uh, was hurt, but um, certainly a lot of people's relatives were there, families were there, the businesses next door, people were shot at the parade. So it's been very, very difficult for our community. And so, um, yeah, we're just kind of back to work that, you know, the tea shop's open and we've been open here in this location for about a year and a half, um, but very focused now on just trying to do this show. Trying to pull off a show like this on, on the fly is, is definitely a, is, is a challenge. More challenging than running a tea shop? That sounds like a challenge too. Running a tea shop is its own challenge, yes. Um, <laughs> Opening in a pandemic. We did open in a pandemic. That was an interesting challenge. We love this community. I've lived here for 20 years. And so it's important that we kind of contribute. And that's kind of, this is our way of contributing, bringing healthy eating to the community and, and creating a place where we can have shows. And we have comedy nights and poetry nights and stuff like that. So we are really kind of the artistic hub of, of Highland Park on that level. And um, yeah, I, I we just, but, but yeah, it's, it's, the things we go through trying to navigate a tea house uh, during a pandemic is nothing what this community has gone through. So this is our very yeah. humble sort of uh, approach to just kind of try to help. Billy, talk about the ripple effect. You're there in downtown Highland Park. Obviously, we know the stories of those who were directly impacted by the shooting, but it reverberates and it continues to spread and you hear more and more stories. Just give us your thoughts on that. Well, you know, when we opened um, about six days after this happened, I wasn't sure anybody was going to come. You know, um, it, it wouldn't have surprised me if nobody wanted to come down here. It was the exact opposite. A lot of people wanted to come and pay their respects. People pulled us aside and said, thank you for reopening. We're happy you're here. We want to be supportive. People went out of their way to come into the business that day to be supportive. And the community has really rallied around one another. And that's been very heartening. That said, sit on the sidewalk as I often do and talk to the people walking by people I've never met, but certainly know me and know the shop telling me their stories of what happened to them uh, during this horrible day. That's been really, really difficult. And then you see the rippling effect of, of, of people who knew the shooter and knew the family and know the family. So that's been difficult for people to kind of try to piece together how this even happened. As many people know, the, the shooter was local, was, was known locally uh, I'd certainly seen him around town. So it's very hard for this community to kind of wrap its head around how kind of one of its own, you know, turned on it the, the way that they did. And just that alone, not to mention that the, the, the level of carnage, the damage. I think the last time we heard anything was, uh, you know, Thailand Park was offering free psychological services at the local high school here. 1,200 people a day were going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That just gives yeah. you some some level of the of, of, of the damage that this the toll that's been taken on this community. Really, really hard to watch in real time. Like really, really difficult. 
so yeah, so you just kind of find yourself thinking, well, how can I contribute? And and I think taking the message of Highland Park to the world on a, on this uh, this uh, live stream, which will be free, you can get it on the Smashing Pumpkins YouTube page on Wednesday the night of the twenty seventh, and people can donate if they want. But really, it's really just to kind of bring the message of the community. It's a very strong community. the The community will rebound. It's going to take a long, long time. Yeah. But this is what we do, right? We're musicians. We want to just make music, right. heal people a little bit. Put a smile on a few faces. Hopefully, bring a couple tears to die, including mine. And and we'll you know we'll just turn the page and get back to work the next day. So you're going to be playing. You're going to be talking. We know Perry will be there. Perry Farrell. Any other special guests you want to share with us? Well, I can break a little news for you. I'm very happy <laughs> to report. Uh, we have the the internationally successful uh, singing group Bob Moses is going to be on the bill, um, which oh we're very gosh. excited about. And uh, Billy Swan, who's a personal friend of mine, uh, many people would know his, his famous hit, I Can Help. And uh, I think recently even one of his songs was used in uh, Stranger Things, Don't Be Cruel, cover of Elvis's song and oh, Billy yeah. knew Elvis. 100%. So Billy will be here with his daughter, Sierra Swan, who's also a, a friend. Um, Jimmy Chamberlain of the Pumpkins will be here. We're going to play together, but he's also going to play with his, his jazz uh, quartet with Frank Catalano, who's a world famous uh, saxophonist. Incredible. They just did a show here recently that was sold out. They'll be performing as well. And so we have some other guests to, to announce yet. Um, it's been a mad scramble. As you can imagine with showbiz, it's like you you go in all wide eyed and think, oh, you know, let's let's help and heal the world. And then, you know, get into egos and <laughs> weirdnesses <laughs> and, and, and people ghosting you on email. And, oh, you know, yeah. you're forever shocked by how something as simple and sort of beautiful as, hey, we really want to try to help somebody somehow. Right. Turns into this weird weird only in america showbiz thing so not here to name any names but it's it's been a difficult thing to sort of traverse but we're very excited about the show we're going to put on and uh and we know we're going to have a great great night and the community of highland park really has rallied i have lots of friends who also live out there and just seeing how much they've already organized to contact different politicians and senators and statesmen to say like we want change we want this this is unacceptable and the downtown is so beautiful. So yes, thank you for keeping your shop open because it's hard to imagine Highland Park without imagining that area, those few blocks. Yeah, it's been heartening to see that people by and large coming to the community are not punishing the community for what happened. People yeah. are shopping in the downtown. People, of course, are going by to pay their respects to the couple memorials, but they're also sort of shopping in the businesses right in that block where it happened. So that's really great to see. Yeah, it's, it's so much information to try to take in in a short period of time. You know, one thing I, I've thought about is we're all frustrated by what's been going on in America with these types of incidents. I, I, you know, we all struggle for what to do, what's the best balance of, of personal rights and all these types of things. You know, it's a debate and I'm not here to, to, to engender the debate. What I am trying to say is, is what's incredible about Highland Park as a community is you have a lot of power and you have a lot of wealth in this particular community. And if any mm -hmm. community can affect change for everybody in a positive yes. way, I think it is this community. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what this community does if everybody gets kind of moving in the same direction. Because this community is very unique in that way. People forget sometimes because obviously Highland Park has a reputation of being a successful and affluent community. But this community was founded by a lot of Jewish people who left the city of Chicago because they were being persecuted in Chicago in the in the early 20th century. And they built this community as a place where people could come and not be persecuted. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. It, it's there's a lot of empathy. There's a lot of empathy in Highland Park, mm -hmm. even though their circumstances might be better off than what they were born into or than surrounding communities. 
Even my partner, Chloe, who didn't grow up here, grew up in New York. Her, her grandparents were both survivors of, of, of the Holocaust. So, you know, she, she is very empathetic to the local community's focus on human rights, human dignity, protection of, of, the, of the innocent and, and, and the weakest in our society. So I think I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that this community properly sort of motivated off of this terrible tragedy and hopefully we can play a part in that, sort of trying to turn that page a little bit. We'll get motivated and we'll really be part of the national conversation. And certainly our dear friend, Nancy Rotering, the mayor of Highland Park, who we know very, very well. I've known her for about 15 years. She's at the center of this, this conversation right now. And, and I can say as somebody who's a personal friend of hers, that's the person you want in that debate at the highest levels. Mm-hmm. This is a mother of four. Yep. She loves this community. She loves everybody. She is absolutely blind to anything to do with where you come from, who you are, who you love. She is she is a true Democrat in the in the truest sense of the word. And uh, and I'm very proud to know her and I'm very proud to see how she leads this debate, even for Highland Park at the national level. So these are all these pieces that we're trying to fit together here. And, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity just to speak on it, because I want people to understand that part of what's going on in Highland Park isn't just people kind of trying to figure out how to move on from such a horrible day of carnage, but what they can actually do about it and what and how they can affect change in a positive way for everybody. Billy, you're a world-class musician. You're an artist. Oftentimes, something beautiful can spring up from something so tragic. I know this question might be too soon for you, but do you see down the road even more creativity coming from such a, an event that was so so you were so intimately involved in and, and just keep that message moving forward is, is really what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. so it's not, so it's not forgotten. Yeah. You know, the hardest thing sometimes when you deal with, um, I, and I'm saying this somewhat jokingly, when you, when you, I call it teenage poetry, right? When you're 16 and you're super in love and you write this yeah. horrible poetry, right? <laughs> we're all the hardest, laughing. The hardest thing to do when you're, when you go through something very, very intense, a loss of a parent, an event like this, stuff that's super, super intense, it's hard to actually get the words right because there's almost no way you can find the words. So I, I'm, I'm curious whether or not it'll show up in my work. I think it will. I know most of my focus internally has been on my children. My children are very young, six and three. And I always like to say, yes, I'm an old dad. I'm 55. So having a six-year-old and a three-year-old and, and having to make the choice not to tell them what's happened and they're asking me curious questions like, what's going on? They see the people, they see the memorials. Mm-hmm. And not to be able to tell my children the truth is really, really difficult for me. And then consequently, how when the day comes when I'll have to explain to them what did happen here. I don't know if I'll be able to find the words. And I'm, I'm someone who likes to think he's pretty good with words. So I can't imagine the conversations we're having in this community. And, and, and yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I do know the young people here are super motivated for change. And, and that's good to see because we want young people very, very engaged in the political and social process. And when you see young people like that, other people want to get involved, don't they? Well, you know what? Listen, the, it's easy for us at, after, uh, you know, let's say after 40 or something. You know, we've had enough of a life to kind of make our choices about who we are, what we want to be. When you're young, you're looking at you're looking at a long road and, and, and you want to be able to sort of have some say over the world that you're looking at. And for young people seeing this level of, of violence on a consistent basis, my nieces who, who, who were three miles away from the Parkland shooting in Florida oh. um, and literally just the next school over. My nieces t- tell me stories about having to do routine drills, you know, code red or something where they yeah. have to they have to do active shooter drills. I mean, you want to talk about the height of insanity 
that people living in basically decent middle-class communities in this country have to sort of account for, well, what happens when this thing happens? I, I had a friend and her son, you know, he's in elementary school. And she said, I'm so shocked this happened in Highland Park. And he said, I'm not shocked. We're trained all the time for this. Mm-hmm. And that sentence just goes along with what you said. And it blows my mind that the kids, this is their life. This is the life we are allowing them to grow up in. Is that really yes. what we want? Yes. And I and I, I hope this comes across the right way. You know, people kind of do this kind of thing. And I'm paraphrasing what people say, you know, kind of like, I can't believe this happened in Highland Park, you know, because it, it is that bucolic kind of community, right? But that is exactly the point. If it can happen in Highland Park, it can happen anywhere. How much longer can this go on? Billy, I'm going to have you hold on. We're going to take a quick break. I spoke to Nancy Rotary last week, and I'll share exactly what she said about your community coming up next. Billy Corrigan is our guest. More of the show on the way. Now back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete, Rob, and Lisa. Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins is our guest. The virtual concert is called Together. And Together, again, you can find it on the Smashing Pumpkins YouTube page on Wednesday, July 27th. You brought up the mayor of Highland Park, Nancy Rotarine, who I spoke to last week. And I said, Nancy, people are listening. What do you want them to do? And she said two things. Number one, like you said, come to Highland Park, walk around, spend some money walk through downtown. She also said, go to the city website, cityhpil.com and donate so these people of Highland Park can get free therapy. Like you said, thousands of people going to that high school every single day for therapy. They need help. Yeah, and and what we're doing is we're raising uh, uh, money for a slightly different thing in Highland Park. It's a community foundation, and then they have a separate foundation within that foundation that'll be for people affected by the July 4th uh, shooting. And so that that way, there are forces here that can distribute those monies fairly, um, because we we were very concerned that, of course, the monies go directly to people affected and weren't going to get caught up in some sort of bureaucratic spin. Right. But we have some beautiful music coming up to help us kind of... Forget for a few moments all of the pain and the suffering and the problems that we don't know how to solve yet. And that's huge. What music does best is it unifies. I have Mm -hmm. the benefit of the best seat in the house when I perform, whether it's for 500 or 50,000. I get to see all the faces. I get to see the diversity of the crowd. I get to see people young and old. I've been around long enough to see that now where we see a lot of young people coming. And you really get to get a sense of America. Like you, you, get, you get a front row seat in what America looks like on an almost kind of weekly basis when you play. And um, it's, really, it's really up to us to kind of make a decision here what we want to do here. And I, I really do believe and hope that music will go back to its sort of moral high ground of unifying. I understand mm-hmm. we live in highly, highly political times. Oh, yeah. I understand why people are very, very motivated to choose sides there are even rewards for people for why they would choose a side. I mean, you, you know, you get into this kind of hashtag culture. I think music is best when it really does bring people together. It is simply let's come together. Let's let's have a laugh. Let's have a tear and uh, just enjoy some music. And, and, and for those who feel motivated, give a little bit of money to help those people here. They're affected because, look, this the long tail to use a kind of a marketing term. The long term on this thing is going to be a long is a, is a long one. 
The name of your business is called Madam Zuzu's Tea House. And you said you walk out, you talk to people on the street. You're a rock star, man. Do, do people... <laughs> I know. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> you sell out. You announce a concert and you sell out an entire tour arenas across the United States, across the world. And you're at a tea house and you walk outside and you're just talking to normal people. Are, are they treating you like a normal person since you're there all the time? You get a range of, of reactions. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. You get the, well, if you're sitting here, your career must be over. You get that one. My favorite question, do you still... I, I, know, what, my, I know how that feels, believe uh, me. My, fa- my, my favorite question, do you still play? That's a good one. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You get people who go, how is it that you're here? And I'm like, well, I own this place. And they're like, yeah, I know, but I didn't expect you to actually be here. Mm-hmm. You get that. <laughs> You get the lady on the street who wants to talk to you about David Bowie because you once stood on the stage next to David Bowie. So she doesn't care that you stood on the stage next to David <laughs> Bowie. She wants to tell you about David Bowie uh, right. and who David Bowie yeah. was, even though you actually knew David Bowie. Um, you, you, trust me, you, you, you get it all. Oh, that is so funny, man. It is. What's harder, being a rock star or a business owner? Business owner. Yeah. Ding, ding. I have yep. mad, mad respect for anybody who runs a restaurant all the moving pieces, everybody's got a different version of what they think good service is, good food is. And when you deal with plant-based, you, you deal with that other level of like, what am I eating? Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You actually have to remind people like, cause you know, cause sometimes we put like, you know, meat in, in quotations on the menu and people are like, this is meat. And I'm like, no, no, it's plant-based. No. Look at the, so a lot of explaining going on. Um, but it's a real joy. I, I tell you, it's a great education. It's a great education. And, and, same thing. I have a front row to to Highland Park. I really get to talk to the community. So I'm really in, in lockstep with where this community is ahead and heart is at right now. And and, and honestly, that's a, that's an honor to then be able to play this concert and then take that message as best I can through my voice and through my music to, to the world. I love the fact that you're doing this. I was waiting for you to do something. You made the announcement. And also, I'm very appreciative. We, we've known each other for years, and you always respond right away. And you're like, absolutely, I want to come on the show and talk about this virtual concert. So thank you for doing that. Well, the name, the name Pete McMurray, you know, wide, wide and large. <laughs> <laughs> we always end up at the same place sometime. I don't know why, but it just the universe keeps bringing us back together, man. Or you're a stalker, Pete. I mean, I, I don't want to give away any inside baseball, but there is a stalkerish quality to his emails. There's a sort of a there's a tinge oh, of aware. desperation. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm glad you could read into that. The virtual concert is happening on Wednesday, July 27th. It is called Together and Together Again. You can check it out on the Smashing Pumpkins YouTube page. And we'll see you back around touring again in uh, the fall. Yeah, big tour, right? It's always a pleasure to play an arena tour with the Pumpkins, especially, you know, I think we're, what, 34, 35 years into this experiment. Wow. That we Wild. started on the on the northwest side <laughs> in my father's bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this, the same bedroom my father used to deal drugs out of. That's where we started. Oh, no, we don't want to go down so, that dark road. It had the oh, magic. No. It's, oh. magic it's, it's was to, in the room. It's, to, it's Dickensian, you know, you have to paint the, the, the squalid picture yes. to... to to give to give flower to the to the rise right right well we appreciate your time we'll all be tuning in on uh, wednesday july 27th it's great to see your face again it really is thank you thank you always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, we'll talk soon billy thanks so much you're the best man talk soon thanks bye bye more of the pete mcmurray show next